give them nothing, but take from them everything. My name's Matt Fraser. I play Paul the Illustrated Seal on American Horror Story Freak Show. I've just spent six months of the best time of my life in New Orleans. And when I had time, and as often as possible, I listened to the MHOG podcast, because those guys know where it's at. Who that? Them. Hello. Hello. And welcome to another edition of the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and sitting beside me is... Adam. That's right. Mr. Adam's here, and uh, we're here to talk to you guys about all kind of nifty things. We're here to spread the word about Jesus. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have you have you accepted Lord Jesus as your Savior? I take that answer as a no. Well... You know, uh, I heard a funny story... Uh, speaking of Jesus and the metal hand of God, uh, our friend... That's funny already. <laughs> our friend Tim Laddie, uh, he um, he just moved into a new area yes, a he months did. ago. Yes, he did. And uh, so he's getting used to the neighborhood. Uh, he's got nearby several synagogues. Yeah, yeah, he does. And Because um, he's not that far from me. He, um, he was sitting home one day... I think I'm pretty sure it, it might have been a Christian group. It doesn't matter. It was, it was a religious woman knocked on his door and asked him, like, if, you know, if he uh, will she marry? Will he marry her? What? No, that's not what she asked him. No, I don't. I don't oh, think, okay. I'm I don't. Just... I don't think there's. I don't think there's groups that do that. I don't know. I mean, there may. I be. don't know what kind of experience you've had where strange I mean, women come up and ask you, you to know, marry them for Jesus. Well, look, dude. There's some strange religions out there. Or you Noah, just never know. Or Noah, if, if you're Jewish, I guess. We just don't know. Okay, so anyway, I'm going to go ahead with my story. So, now nah, I think it was a Christian woman. She uh, looking to see if like, like he had kids and all that. Like it was, it was a woman working for a local like Christian school. Right, right, right. And he was like, "No, ma'am, I'm I'm good. I I went to uh, I think he said Saint Anne. I went to Saint Anne. Blah, right, blah blah. The woman said okay and left. And then um, they came back like a week later. Okay. And it just so happens he was wearing his Metal Hand of God T-shirt. And, uh, beautiful. He opened beautiful. the door and the woman starts talking to him. It's a different woman. She's like, you know, do you have a moment for for Jesus and uh, you know what school? You know, blah blah blah. And he's like, oh no, ma'am, thank you. You know, I've seen you, y'all before. And he says, as he's talking to the woman, her eyes start wandering down <laughs> down to his package. Uh, I don't know if they got that far. Maybe, oh, okay. maybe it was. Okay. Maybe he had a raging boner. Maybe so. I mean, you but, know, uh, you know, Tim, you know, tell him what he was watching. But then she looks down and he's got this T-shirt with a skull on it. It says "Metal Hand of God." You damn right. And uh, she said, oh, "Oh, okay, thank you. I'm, I'm gonna leave now." And then she like like bolted, <laughs> and he was like, "What?" And then he looked. He was like, "Oh, awesome." <laughs> yep. I was like, "But, but it says God." It made it scaring away Christians and Judas Jewish people everywhere. But it says God in the name. I know, but it's scary, God. Jesus can't like metal music. Maybe not. I don't know. I, I you know, I really don't think there may be. You know, there are some Christian metal bands. So I mean, it, it's there possible. Are. You know that Jesus can love metal music. I mean, uh, he did have long hair. So I mean, and scars. I'm assuming Jesus didn't like polka, but uh, no, no, no. I'm sure not. Not a big fan of that. 
I think Jesus would be okay with metal. I mean, he's got the hair for it. That's what I'm saying. I think he had long hair, you know. He wears um, sandals. Right, right. So he was like kind of like hippie metal. Yeah, yeah. You know? like I bet you he was a... Jesus was a big stoner metal guy, you know, like uh, like like bad grass style, or or you know. I think really... Jesus wandered through the desert like Kevin Guillory. Yeah, I agree. Kevin Guillory looks like he wandered through the desert. He somewhere. did, and until he found his way. Kevin Guillory is a member of the House of Goats, yes. which which we'll get to in a little while. Yes, but he 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 does kind of look like he has wandered for a while, but right. but he has now found his way. <laughs> And his disciples. Every once in a while, I forget that this is broadcast to people who have no idea who, who the people we are. Who, 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 who we're who talking we know, about. Who yeah, know, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Uh, That's all right. But he, he looks like, like chubby Jesus, I guess. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's the best way yeah. He looks like a well-fed Jesus. No offense, Kevin. You just look like chubby Jesus. Right. I mean, we're it not, works for you. We're not trying to be mean. I'm sure you get, like, chubby Mary Magdalene, you know. Yeah, I'm sure she'd hit her. Hit that. Give one for Chubby Jesus. <laughs> so how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good, actually. Uh, I'm tired. Me, too. I got four hours of sleep last night. Yeah, me, too. <laughs> I went to bed at, like, three after getting home from our, our second show in a row. Yes. And I woke up at seven. Yeah, I got about that much, too. I, I got up, kind of took a shower, and, and just chilled out for a while. But then we had to go do all our running today, so it just kind of sucked. I mean, so, it's okay. I got I got some cool pops out of it, but other than that, uh, that's, that's right. about it, you know. Uh, now we have a we had a a weird weekend. But yeah, um, dude, it, it was a busy fucking weekend, man. I mean, it really, really was. I mean, with the two shows we had, plus working that Friday, and then you know, yeah. it's just been a lot. It's been a lot, and me being sick on top of that was not a fun thing. So, do we want to talk about the shows first? Uh, sure, yeah, let's do that. Let's get those out the way. So, yeah, so like Friday night, man, we had our uh, monthly, you know, our monthly comedy show at the Twist Alarm, which, you know, it, it, the turnout was pretty decent. I was uh, yeah. well, pretty, it, pretty... Not everybody stayed, but... No, and, you know... a decent amount of people. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say I think it was due to the position of the comics in order. You think so? Yeah, I think if Corey would have headlined, more people would have stayed because they know who he is at the Twist Alarm. Yeah, Corey. Um, Corey worked a long shift. Right. Yeah. Although, I, oh, I get it. I understand why. He although, uh, he's not alone in that. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, I understand why right. he didn't. I mean, you, you know, he's worked a whole day at work, and then he All came right. straight over there to do a set. So I understand that. I'm just saying, if he would have stayed, if he would have headlined, mm-hmm. I think more people would have stayed to watch. Everyone, because they know who he is. The other comics, not too many people know who they I are. I just find it weirdly, you know, no no offense to anybody, but I find it weirdly disrespectful. Just, you know, if if I don't have to go, like, if I have to go to work the next morning, I understand. Right, right, like, right, right. I'll, I, you know, I actually went to a comedy show once, like, in 2003, and it, it was at Carrollton Station, and, you know, ironically, um, it showed up like it was me and two other people that came together and nobody else. And so wow. I was like, oh, God. I was like, I, I, I figured like, we'd go in and, like, I had to go to work. So we, the show was supposed to start at 8. But, like, just like we do, they yeah. were like, oh, let's, let's hang out. And let's. It runs a little longer, see if any people show, show up. up. Yeah, exactly. So it got to be 10, and I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> like, so we stayed for a little bit. And then they're doing, like, they were kind of, like, it was a weird thing because there was nobody there. But. So they're doing crowd work, and then they're like, like one of the guys like asking me like questions, and I'm like, dude, 
look, I'm just here to, <laughs> I didn't come here. And that's the thing about crowd work is sometimes people don't want, they just want to see a show. Yeah. You know, they don't always want to be part of the, part of the show. And, you know, it kind of is what it is, but, uh, but anyway, uh, we had great performers. Oh man, Friday. we had some really good guys there. We only had one really bad performer. Well, one guy was really, really terrible. And, and, and uh, you know, I don't want to talk bad about people, but <laughs> his name was uh, Adam Santino. Nah, man, you were okay. Yeah, don't do this shit. Okay, you did this that like Friday night. So you didn't do so bad. So to, to the audience, so uh, I went up to do my hosting gig, and I had an idea of what I was gonna do. Like not a great idea, but about as much as I ever really have going up on stage. And um, unfortunately, as I started to get into it, um, we had a uh, technical error with the audio system. Yeah, it just so happens that like uh, the, the there's a blown speaker in 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 the in the PA, so it was kind of it, it sounded pretty bad. So we were trying so, to fix that. Yeah, Jimmy, the sound guy, he starts messing with it, and suddenly it occurs to me that we can't continue with the show, but. I couldn't just walk off the stage. Like, maybe I should have. I don't know. Um, but I, and I also don't know how long it's going to take, so I'm trying to stall for time because I figure, oh, it's probably just whatever, you know, something simple. It was not. And, um, uh, yeah, it could have only gone worse if my dick was sticking out of my pants. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think maybe it would have been a little better. Um. <laughs> so it was pretty much... Uh, my nightmare. It was pretty much my nightmare. It was, um, uh, I mean, I was very, very happy to be off the stage and, uh, I, uh, Corey opened the show and as I recall, he didn't even bother to go like, oh, just give him a hand. You know, he was just like, yeah, that happened. So I, um, so yeah, I, I humiliated myself on stage. It was very, it was, it was probably only two minutes, but it felt like an, an eternity. Yeah, so I had a very bad night on Friday, and um, you shouldn't have even been there. You were sick. I know, dude. I I was disgustingly like ill, and you left. Um, you left early. Yeah, I had to. So. I was I was basically uh, about to hack up a fucking lung, and I was like, okay, I had enough. I need to get home. Well, I told you not to be there. I mean, I know, but I didn't want to leave you by yourself. Well, I did everything anyway. And <laughs> fail by yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, when I got off stage, you were like, oh, no, no, I thought it was pretty good. I was like, no, 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 you're full of shit. I can hear it. Nah, bro, you were good, dude. You're so full of shit. Like, like it was. You were like, you were like, there were, there fucking... was, there had to be, f- you know, 30 or 40 people staring at me. Like, very quietly, I could see their eyes glistening in the, in the spotlight, like like cats in the night. Dude, that was just that was a pimp performance you did. I was I was very You're so full of shit. You just want me to keep hosting? No, I I I only want you to keep hosting unless until you decide you don't want to. I have told you like nineteen times <laughs> I don't like hosting. You're like no man. You well, no, do it. no. You said you don't like it. You didn't say I, really I don't want to host. Wanna do it. All right, well let's find a real host. <laughs> I hate doing this. Well, let's find a host. I'm not good at it, and it's very, very like stressful. Maybe we can ask to uh, some See, of our comic thing. buddies. I don't, I don't have a problem with like if you couldn't have done the show. That that wasn't what what worried me. It's just. 
I got a host. I got well, a you know, host. how about how, let's let's put this out there. What if we ask two different comedians that we know that are friends of ours that are you know, I'll tell you who they are later. I don't want to say them on on the air right now. Um, and we can alternate like one month one guy does it, the other month the next guy does it. Well. That we, way we'll, we can we'll, kind of we'll, bounce we'll it back and forth we'll, like we'll that. Talk you know? about it. Look, I'm I'm not trying to complain. I'm just I'm not a stand up. Right, I'm, right, I'm, and I'm I get really, that. I get that. And um, and it's it's a weird position for me to be in because um, I've said this. I think I said it on the Eric Hollerback episode. I made a conscious decision that I would not repeat material because that's, right. that's the thing about hosting at at Twist because we're. Like, constant yeah well it's the same people at twitter that go to right twitter. right like, they're the same the people and we appreciate and trust me we appreciate everybody who shows up trust me right and, and we're not com- yeah no we're not complaining about them nor are we complaining about the comics but the thing is like people don't like they're not going to find the same material at, like month funny the first funny. time yeah 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 it's nothing against the comics oh yeah i agree um, with you on that but yeah you you're not going to find the same material funny over and over again. No, no, no. I mean, some things you might. I mean, if you don't hear it month per month per month, but if it's like every other month or, you know, once every three months or so, you know, it'll be right, a refresher right. course kind of thing. But, yeah, month after month, no, you won't. Which isn't to say that you have to have a whole new act every time, you know, but uh, varying things up, changing things up, like even doing a different order and stuff like that, right. it's, it's, it's going to help. But so, so I made that conscious decision, but here's the thing. When you start doing stand-up, when you're doing uh, open mics and stuff like that, nobody goes up there and just is like, all right, I came up with some stuff like like an hour ago. and you know. Right. This is stuff that they've prepared for a long time. And I'm not being like an asshole, like, oh, like I don't have to prepare. I, but I cycle through probably 20 or 30 jokes over the course of a week trying to figure out what I'm going to say. And I sort of psych myself out and I have to... Like, uh, I don't know if I'm good enough to pull that one off or, oh, uh, people might find that offensive. I get I get really, like, even though I'm very anti-PC, I get really conscious of, of, of that. And I, in fact, I, again, I mentioned the Eric Hollerback episode. I had a joke that I wanted to do that ends with the word nigger. Right, right. Now, it ends, it, that usage of it is purely academic. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know the the comedy gumbo guys. Right, right. We don't know. They might sincerely get pissed and right. be like, I mean, well, fuck you, we're not doing your show. I mean, we know Trey and we know Corey very well. Right. And, but the other three guys was the first time we ever met the right. dudes, you know? And, and by the way, they were fucking fantastic. Yeah, Love, they're all. Loved them. They were great. They've all been doing this for very I don't know how long Nature Boy is because he seems a little closer to our age. Yeah. But Caribbean Red Bean have clearly been doing it. Oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the, Nature really? Boy, Nature Boy's just as funny, but yeah. you know he's he's a little younger than they. Really, are. really nice dudes, man, and um, they were just fucking great, real professionals. You know, they were really good. If you if you're in New Orleans at the uh, Howling Wolf on Thursdays, they do a show there you called should, Comedy Gumbo. You need to go to that. It's G U M B E A U X. Yeah, you know, like the Go like Saints bro guy. and gumbo and all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's bro, very, bro it's, is in the name, not as in the the euphemism. Yeah, it's like, very, uh, very, very uh, Louisiana, New Orleans, right, right, right. you know, Southern. Cajun but uh, and I think it's comedygumbo.com. dot com. So yeah, I think that out. I think that was our website. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, but they they don't know me. Like I've, we've never we've literally never met. If I go up there. And they get offended, and they're like, "We're not doing this show." Right, right. Kiss and my ass. And I would leave. never want to insult a comic that's that, right. that's basically taking his time out to come do our show. You know, I mean, that's that's something. 
even though like in my head I'm like they're they're comics they should get what I'm going for and that I'm using it academically but you you know like I didn't want to take that chance and also especially since I'm the host right right you know like I go do that joke to start off the show and whether it lands or it doesn't if they you know if they're pissed then I got to introduce them like all right first up is this guy who hates me and then uh, <laughs> and then next up is this friend that hates uh, me <laughs> so uh, it was, uh, so I psyched myself out through a lot of, a lot of jokes. Actually, it, it, coincidentally, well, maybe not coincidentally, but, uh, the last show mm-hmm. in August, I had, um, some jokes that involved gay marriage. We have a, an excellent gay comedian who I knew was, who was doing that show. That's so. true. He was on there. Yeah. And now I know him. Oh well, yeah. And, 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 and I, I don't believe he would have. Took that as a right. personal Jeff, jab. Jeff D, if he, whether he found it funny or not, we, he would have known that I wasn't like right. making fun of gay people. Yeah, he'd have been respect. It was actually involving a character and some other stuff. But um, but I also knew that he was sharing the show, like, like letting people know that he was going to be there. Yeah, he really promoted the show a lot, and that was great. Right. I was I was really happy with that. And uh, his audience probably wouldn't have found it funny no no probably not so and that's sort of like there's a weird thing about hosting where you although although it probably would have been okay because you know eric hollaback asked him which one of you got clean the fist hit one of his things was like which one of you guys clean the rubber fist (laughs) (laughs) well that's eric hollaback for you but yeah so i i um i just it's very very you know and i know i sound whiny part of that's because you know my allergies are acting up but it's just it's a lot of stress especially you know and and because i'm the way i am i put it off until that week right i'm like i don't want to sit here and think about this for a month (laughs) i i completely understand and there's also like i'm not going to go to an open mic and try out this material beforehand because it's like two minutes of material you know yeah like and also i don't really have the time to do that (laughs) too much to do as it is but so we'll see. I don't know. We'll 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 figure something out. Well, you know. But I I know I'm I'm not a comedian, and that's not that's not my skill set. I'm uh, I'm pretty confident in saying that I'm I'm an excellent podcaster, and that I can be funny through this medium. But I'm just not that funny on stage, and uh, and that's okay. Like I don't really I don't feel the need to be like I would have when I was younger. Yeah, I, I understand. I mean, sometimes you you. You think you're gonna, you want to go one direction, and you know you just, Instead you know, you end up Miley Cyrus. Exactly, but then you know it's, it's just not what you're, uh, right. what you meant to do. I've actually, uh, you know, I, I did have fantasies of being a stand-up when I was younger, but actually, what I really wanted more than anything, and this is kind of where podcasting comes comes in, is I really think that what I wanted most of my life is to be like a talk show host. Yeah, and you know that's that's pretty cool because uh this medium kind of le- allows us to do that sort of thing you know right right um we also uh so the first of all the comedy gumbo guys are nature boy yep uh red bean and mr, mr. carry b. b and uh we didn't have any band no band um we didn't have a, a musical guest because i just didn't feel like right, dealing right. with one um uh, we also had a special like drop-in yeah, we had a guy, um, Trey Sarver, ask for some time, and he was a comedian from Florida, so right. he came in and did five minutes too. That was pretty cool. And uh, it was nice of him to come by, you know. Right, right, right. And people, people seemed to enjoy him. 
So it was a good thing. It was a good thing. I like I like the, you know, the surprise. Hey, look, you know, I got. Can I get five minutes? And you know, I know it's not an open mic, but hey, you, you know, right, would right. you mind if I got up and did something? Fuck no. Uh-huh. If you want to come by. And we're doing one of these shows, and if we got some extra time, you're more than welcome to get on stage and do what you got to do. Right. We always like to see new talent and new people, you know, hit our show. It, it makes us feel mm-hmm. good, that, you know. Um, but, yeah, and all, all three of the Comedy Gumbo guys did amazing, you know. And, unfortunately, Carrie B., by the time he went on stage, there really weren't that many people in the ball. Yeah, I mean, even when uh, I was there, he threw about half his set, I think. And then I had to go because of the smoke and shit, so I had to leave. But um, there was probably 10, 15 people left in the bar, I think. It was closer to 10, but a lot of those people were at the bar. Yeah, yeah. Which is the thing about comedy shows. Like, even though, even if there's a lot of people in, in the bar, if they're not in front of the stage... It seems so empty. It seems empty, and it feels like they're maybe not paying as much attention as you Right, like, right. Which... You know, I mean, you can't force people to do it. No, and, and like I said, we've come a long way in the year that we've put this show on. And to get the 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 people that we have there that do pay attention, you know, it is a big, hard thing to do to take a rock venue and turn it for one night a, a month into a fucking comedy venue. It's difficult. It's not an easy it thing to do. It shouldn't be, though. The thing is, like, do you want to be entertained? Like, is, is, is your only interest, like, listening to metal? You know, yeah, I know what you mean. Be. And I'm not, I'm not picking on metal people. I'm saying that about anything. I had a conversation music today about like how nuts people who love football are. Yeah, and it's yeah. Like a lot of the people that are really nuts are the ones that just don't have any other interests. Yeah, right. You know, and right. like it shouldn't. Like, who doesn't like to laugh? Um. Like you know, picture things that you like to do. Like, right. Like, what are your priorities? You know, like eating, fucking, um, sleeping. I put laughing pretty pretty high on that list. Oh yeah, yeah. To be happy is 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 like you know should be priority number one. <laughs> I mean, think about like some of the the like biggest laughs you've ever had. You might not be able to remember what somebody said, but just think about the last time you just laughed to tears. Right. How often do you have sex that's that joyful? Right. Exactly. Not to say that you don't ever. When you get like, well, then again, you don't have laughs like that all the time either. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the yeah. point is, like, it's one of the better things in life is just like having. Oh say yeah. Something. Or you laugh so uncontrollably, like you can't like hold something in your hand right. or something. Yeah, that shit's great. I think we've been lucky to have. I mean, I can't speak for our audience, but but among us, we've occasionally had something. I th- I, there's been oh, a yeah. few times where we, we all ba- basically had to like pause recording because we've laughed uh, so much that it was ridiculous. Like uh, like the time like you know I used to give you a lot of shit. You don't do it anymore, but or at least not that I see. But you used to whenever the, you would the, introduce the, a guest, you would point the at the pointing, screen. Yeah, yeah. We're not on video, so the guest has no idea. You know. <laughs> yeah, I got. I don't and, know. I, I've kind of worked my way of right. not doing it anymore. <laughs> Mostly because I'm an asshole and I kept giving you shit over it. <laughs> But I remember one time you did it, and I just, like, laughed so you hard. You couldn't stop. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but um, I just, you know, like, there's there shouldn't be that much effort to get people to come see a guy. I know. I know, man. And, um, and especially the caliber of, you know, comedians that we've been pulling. I mean, right. those guys, those three dudes are pretty seasoned, and Corey Mack is seasoned, you know. I mean, Atreus, too. I'm not saying anything about any of them, but, I mean, right, right. those guys, you know, they, they can command a fucking audience. Right. And, and Atreus has been doing it as long as Corey has, actually. Oh, really? Oh, that's great. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, man, it might be a year difference, but they've been doing it basically a decade. And 
And here's another thing. Like, I was talking with this a little bit about Eric. Sometimes people have off nights, but some of that's also... <sighs> Twist is such a weird room for any comic because of how... Um, it's not an empty place, but it feels empty unless unless it's packed. If it's and, packed, yeah. it feels full. But if it's not, even if it only, even if like half the room is packed, right. it feels empty because it's bigger. Well, it, yeah, it's the ceilings. It's a lot of that. Yeah, so, yeah. so when you're laughing, if you're not laughing out loud, the comics can't tell. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And there's, there's, they, they need to feel your energy as much as you know. Not to say that that oh, should I, dissuade I, them, because like Harry B, like I said, there was only. There was three people sitting in front of them. I was one of them. Right. You know, and this is how you know you're dealing with a professional. He didn't care. I don't know whether he cared or not. I assume he probably just like this is what happens sometimes. But his act did not change based on the mood. Right, like, right, right. Like he, he just kept rolling with the punches. Right. He knew how to how to make it work yeah. in a in a room where that isn't doesn't have a large audience. But I don't know. It's a weird thing, but we 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 did our best. But um, but, yeah. And the, mostly the night was good. Like I have, <laughs> I hated the night because I really was humiliated. Like and it's, nobody's. It's really. It's it's honestly. It's barely my fault. You know. It kind of is, but mostly, it just comes from a lack of experience with like an inability to roll with the punches. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad that you felt like you were humiliated, man. And I'm not giving you shit. Well, I it's think it's not you, like anybody I, like patted me on the back or anything like that, but. You know, there's no more feeling of being naked than standing on that stage. Oh, I know. You know, by yourself. Yeah. So, um, um, but yeah, I understand, man. I mean, like I said, uh, we'll work something out. I just, I just, to me, I didn't think you did that bad. I really didn't. And I'm not being a dickhead and trying to convince you to stay doing it. I, I personally, I don't, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was flat, but I mean, it wasn't like horrible. The way you're making it out, it sounds like you know it was like it's the worst fucking horrible. thing in the world. And I'm like, no, it's not. I mean, I've seen, right. I've seen comics that we've had on there bomb worse than that. Right. Oh. And those guys have been around. So you know, I'm just saying, Some you know, it's, that, it's yeah. just, it's just kind of one of those things. Don't feel too bad about it, man. I mean, I mean, yeah, it was an off evening. I mean, but but fuck it, you know, it happens. Right. We'll figure, we'll figure all that out. But. uh we also had a show last night. Yes, last night was kind of a like a, uh, a quickly thrown together show. Um, the band Black Mantra from uh, Colorado um, hit up our boy Rob at uh, Babylon and was asking if they could get a date. And we had to do a bunch of like flip flopping, and we couldn't schedule them for certain days. And so we finally got the date hammered down a week ago and just kind of hustled with the promotion and got it. I had to hurry up and get two acts together to go with them. And, we and threw one it. of those acts couldn't even bring their whole act. Yeah. Like I got the guys from uh, too soon to be on the show. And, um, and, the, and, and guys, if, if, if too soon's listening, I don't know if they do or not, but much respect to you guys. Cause that was awesome. Well, I do want to say, I don't know why you changed your name from too soon for for from for symmetry, but that was a better name than too soon. Yeah, I, too soon's I, a little too short. It's a little too forgettable. Right. You know, and they're very talented guys. Yeah, we, we were talking a lot about the the lead singer, and now um, you know, yeah. yeah and I, I was I, I want to say to him personally because I appreciate him doing this stuff, and and he came up to us and basically said he would do pretty much anything for us, and that was really cool of him. Much respect for that Prove guy. It. You know, he, he's done a lot. Bark like a dog. <laughs> he's done a two. This is the second show he's done for a third show he's done for us, mm. and uh, I really appreciate those guys a lot, man. Yeah, very talented. Um, and we also had Giovanni Nova. Yep, yep. Uh, uh fucking dead. Uh, 
Dead Machine Theory. Yep, they they came back and played. I gotta say, one of these days we're gonna have to have Dead Machine Theory on as an opening band because this is probably something we shouldn't even. I shouldn't say on the air, but towards the end of a show when it's like two o'clock in the morning, we're just as inclined as everyone to go stand outside for a few minutes and just sort of take everything in. I really enjoy Dead. Oh, I I do too. They're very good, and we heard pretty much the whole act through the walls. Yeah, but we we had to like you you were sick and I I mean I hate smoke too and yeah and, and we just ended up outside for not the whole thing but a lot of it. Yeah, you're just saying that you want them to play earlier so we can watch the whole set. Right. Well, yeah. well, if nothing else, just not to be rude to them because that's not our intent. It's just like especially that night we were there for five hours. I know we were there a long. We were there like four and a half. Yeah, 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 something like that. But but we were there. A long time. We were both tired. We both really wanted. I wanted to go home and watch Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> like I'd, I'd had a Star Wars day, and uh, and I really <laughs> wanted to go and watch Star Wars and listen to John Williams scores and stuff like that. But but uh, we had a job to do. And we, we had a job, and so we went and did it, and uh, we ended up. Um, you know, the night was definitely made. Uh, no, the music was great. Black oh, Black Mantra is is really really awesome. Good. Awesome band. Um, actually, I, actually, they're playing at Twist. I want to say this Friday. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So check that out at Twist of Lime. Um, and, you know, like, I hate saying this over and over. I'm not a metal guy. So if I say that they're, you know, not you, like, right? I, can tell, I can tell that they're very good at what they do. So, you know, um, but they were, they, all the acts were really good. Yeah, it was a really um, good show. I was pretty happy with it. But we, <laughs> we were definitely very tired. And, yeah. and the night was definitely improved by um, Brian and Kevin from the house. The Go Boys, boys yes. yes. And, uh, so we, we kind of hung out with them most, most of the most night. Of night. Yeah. And uh, there's a, a very, like, uh, metal picture. Yes, there is. That wasn't even. I didn't even intend for it to look metal. It looks but, awesome, dude. It looks like the bunch smoke of... in the room was illuminated by the flash. Rob, so, lo- Rob looks like the happiest dude with a bunch of scary people. <laughs> when in fact he's just like smiling, like yeah. When in fact that might be the opposite most of the time. <laughs> no, Rob, Rob, Rob likes to have a good time, and he, he seems he's a genuinely happy. Awesome dude, love that guy um, very much. And he's been very good to us. Yeah, he's one. Um, of, he, he, and he's good to a lot of people. He yeah. goes and he supports other venues and yes. stuff like you that. You need to, you need to, if you listening and you're in the New Orleans area, please go to the Babylon and support Rob because he's a great dude and he's always been there for us. So, um, and if you're not, you know, uh, one day you'll come to New Orleans and yeah, know. hopefully it's for one of our shows and come out and hang out and maybe so, you know. Uh, but uh, but overall a good night. But yeah, I, I got home at two. It took me a while to wind down. Went to sleep at three. It was it was it was rough. Yeah. Thing you know. <laughs> today just was the same. Well, but uh, but I really didn't. Show, you know, we don't get to hang out with with the go guys that often. No, and it was really fun. They were, dude, those are some of the best dudes around the in the in the scene, in my opinion. Uh, and our uh, you know, we mentioned Corey Mack. He he spent the evening, uh, fighting religious zealots <laughs> protesting the religious people on on uh, uh bourbon street <laughs> yeah so apparently it's southern decadence weekend yes it which is which is the gay pride weekend in new orleans yes. and i never uh it's always uh, always labor day weekend so i'll forget i never remember like whenever like you know whether it's essence fest or De- southern decadence Actually, any festival to, to be fair, like well, like, it's kind of hard. Even it's French ca- Quarter Fest or something like that. It's kind of hard know. for the city because every fucking ten minutes there's another fucking festival, so right. you really don't know what the. But fuck's but going Southern on. Decadence and Essence are two of the bigger festivals that that are in New Orleans. They're yeah, probably yeah, 
up there with um, Jazz Fest. Jazz Fest, yeah. But Jazz Fest is actually probably the biggest. Well, it's, it, the very least, it's the most well-known. Jazz Fest, and then now this uh, French Quarter Fest is getting huge, too. I mean, they actually... Mm. And now it's it started out as like two blocks. Now it's right. like now it's like oh, it six. takes up the yeah. entire French Quarter. Yeah, plus, plus Decatur and what yeah. have you. Now it's ridiculous. So, so um, but yeah, so uh, it was Southern Decadence, and I don't even know where I was going with that. I don't know. Were you going downtown? No, I wasn't going downtown. You were going to visit? No, uh, but I never, <laughs> I never, I never know. I it's I've actually never been to Decadence. Like everybody said, you I know, have no look. Nothing against gay people, yeah. But I have no desire. Like I, I had a friend friend once. I no one no one ever believes me when I tell them this. I had no idea what the Oz was. Really, I'm not a, I'm not a French Quarter person. I've I've been to the French Quarter plenty. Yeah, of times, yeah. I've actually, dude, Quarter I've person. been to the Oz several times, and I've been in the one across was, the street too. I went when I was 23, and I think um, I was probably around that age too when I went. Two girls from Iowa, who uh, one of whom I knew from the Disney College program had come into town, and they wanted to go to a gay club. Now, I I had been to a lesbian club. Like, I'd been to the Ruby Fruit Jungle, which was now uh, it's something else. far now. less friendly than the gay, than the Oz was. Yeah, now the Ruby Fruit Jungle is actually something else now. They, uh, they changed surprised. They changed it to, uh, I forget what it's called. It's, it's actually a something less something less fun than Ruby Fruit Jungle. No, I think it's a straight club now or something, yeah. I don't I don't remember. Somebody Sh- bought it out and went Good straight pride. There we go. <laughs> no, anyway, so get him girl out of there. So we went uh, my friend was like, "All right, we'll go to the Oz." And I was like, "What what's the Oz?" And he's like, "Right, you, you know, did you had no idea." Yeah. No one believes me, you know, but we showed up and I mean, everybody doesn't know what it is at first. I mean, the first time you go, it's, you know, right. Well, I, well, we went, and I was—I must have been there like thirty seconds. I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, sorry, like we're cool, but I'm gonna go wait outside," you know. And um, I don't know. I just—I uh, don't mind hanging out with gay people, but I, I just—I actually, what's funny is I have been to a gay club that I really enjoy. There used to be one at Disney, believe it or not. Really? Yeah, it was called Mannequins, and it was the back. This was back when Downtown Disney or, or uh, existed. It still had no, it, it still exists, but Pleasure Island still exists. Oh, Pleasure Island, yeah, yeah. yeah and Pleasure that. Island used to have this, and the club's still there, which is insane. They they've never done anything with it. Um, there was a gay club called Mannequins. I guess it was unofficially gay. Right. It was just it was a dance club, probably. There were guys feeling each other up in the bathroom. Okay. And I know this because a friend of my, well, I'll get it. Mannequins had a th- one of those spinning 360 floors. Nice. So it was just like a fun, like kind of rave club, you know. And uh, we, I went there with a group of people, and uh, we had a really good time. But like the the only other dude there that I came with, yeah, I'll let the hang of it. I was, I was, I, I could, I, you know, it was funny. Hey, I can't. Hey, look, it. I let it go. I wasn't gonna say anything, but you know, hey, I didn't mean to let it hang. I just realized what if I said you, as soon as I said it. You, you know. know, you're in love when you come together. So right. that's all. <laughs> uh, we went to the club together. Gotcha, with, gotcha. with that group right. of people. Mm-hmm. And he Too wanted late to go. Now. He wanted to go to the bathroom. He was like, "Hey, I gotta go to the bathroom." I was like, "All right." So now whatever. you know they were filling up on each other. All right. Mm-hmm. It was you two motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, uh, "Come, come with me." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But we got to get through this Woo! story. All right. This like, is a hot story this, in Disney. This, in the, in the, you know, to paraphrase Ted Wally, that's not how you tell a long story. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, he said long. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so he was like, I, I got to go to the bathroom. And I was like, all right, go to the bathroom. Why are you telling me? And he was like, come with me. And I was like, no. What? Why? Why would I need? I don't need to go to the bathroom. And he's like, dude, we're in a gay club. I was like, 
and <laughs> what does that have to do with it? Protect my anus. That's exactly what he was saying. He was like, dude, I just don't trust those guys. I was like, dude, you're not that good looking. Nobody's going to bother you, dude. That's the thing about straight dudes who, who really are afraid like, of gay super dudes. homophobic? Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're it's like, like I don't want to go nowhere because they're I'm either, worried. They're either gay or they're so narcissistic that they think every gay dude wants to fuck that, them. That dude wants to put a penis in me. <sighs> what? what? You know, like, I'm, uh, I'm not that narcissistic. I don't assume. Like, I don't I, get it. When I meet, uh, when I can hang out with Jeff D because I'm not a Assuming that Jeff D wants to suck my cock, right? Exactly. He's just like, or I guess I mentioned J, uh, um, Jeff D. Jeff D. I was almost went with JD. I don't know why, uh, but we're friends with Manny, and I told that story. Manny kissed me on the cheek. And I'm right. Like, Manny doesn't want to fuck me. No. He was just drunk and being silly. Right. Who gives a fuck? I mean, it's no you big know. deal. Matt just Robbins kissed me more than any gay dude. Has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Matt Robbins actually kissed us on our lips. You know, and, and, and he did and not kiss me on the lips. He kissed me on the lips. Like I was standing there, and he just he, he went to kiss me on my my my, my face, and I guess he moved. And then and, you heard, "Now I'm and he, and he the went, time of my life." And he kissed me, and I'm like, "Well, thanks." <laughs> Tom. No, 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 no. It was just a little peck, you know. <laughs> he and, kissed me on the cheek and forehead. But. And it was funny because that's why he said at that show, at the uh, Tell Alexander show, he was like, yeah, the guys from Impog, I kissed those dudes on the mouth. <laughs> that's, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I'd said something like, hi. <laughs> yeah, we are like, yeah, it's us. No, but, um, but yeah, these dudes that are like, like, oh, yeah, you're going to be a little faggots, man. Faggots always do. You know, they're going to try and fuck you in the ass, you know? Like, Don't go in the bathroom. Nobody wants to fuck you in the ass. You're fucking ugly. <laughs> you and, need to bathe more. You know, I got, I got a story about a gay bar. Uh, like, this is funny. Like, I as when I was probably, I was probably in my early, early 20s. Probably, t- like you, 22, 23 years old. And I was dating this girl. And uh, her cousin was super gay. Like, really cool kid. You know, we always hung out together and stuff. So he had an idea. Like, let's go to the um, let's go to the Oz. So I did, mean, not the did Oz. He have, did he have mutant cock-sucking powers? What made him super gay? That's exactly what it was. All like, right, so, he wore a cape and everything. <laughs> so, so, I'm sorry. You went to the Oz? No, we didn't go to the Oz. We actually went to the one across the street from it, which is called the Parade. And, uh... Hey, gay folks. More creative names in your you right, know, right. the lesbians are beating you. Well, like, I, I think the, the parade, parade versus Ruby Fruit Jungle. Are you kidding me? The parade is is no longer there. Like I think it's a different name now. The parade ended. Yeah, but it, it has an upstairs club, and it, and that was the parade. And we went up there, and it was a dance club. They had like the old seventies like light up wall and the fucking like the little stand up things around. So everybody's dancing and having a good time. And me, my friend Paul, and my friend Ross with our girlfriends and. You know, her, my girlfriend at the time's gay cousin. And we're all sitting there, and, and I'm sitting on the little thing. And uh, my girlfriend sits next to me, and, and she's just hanging out. And some guy walks up, and, you know, I don't fucking care. It's a bunch of gay dudes, you know? Puts her hand, puts his hand on her leg and says, hey, would you, would you like to dance with me? And my girlfriend says, no. So he walked, turns around and walks away. I'm just sitting there talking to my friends. We, my, my two friends are completely hammered at the time. You know, they were fucking drunk, drunk, drunk. The guy walks back. And he slides his hand like this, a little bit higher on her leg. I, I like that you you felt me up, even well, I though wanted this sh- is an audio podcast. I wanted the to audience show has you. no idea, right? I wanted to show you that uh, way you knew. Thank God I don't have a huge cock because uh, he yeah. would he would have just I would have got off. it. Yeah, I've got it. Uh, but anyway, he puts a hand a little bit higher and he asks her again, and she says, "No, I don't want to dance." And then she looks at me and says, "This guy keeps asking me to dance with me, and he and he's aggravating me." I said, "All right, whatever, no big deal. He's just drunk or whatever, you know, whatever." And uh, meanwhile, my two friends, like I said, are fucked up, and they're just kind of like back and forth 
swaying on the on the sit, you know. And uh, a third time, this dude walks up to her and he grabs her pussy. All right, and like, did he bowling ball her? No, he like slid his hand up like this, up her leg, and grabbed her. So all I did was jump off the thing and I fucking punched him dead in the face. He flew across the room and landed in the middle of the dance floor. Five gigantic gay men that were the the bouncers come in the room and grab him and throw him out. And then they walk up to me and ask me if I'm okay. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> and, uh, Do you need a hug, sweetie? So the moral of the story is I got in a fist fight at a gay bar. And you committed a hate crime and you still came out on top. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Oh, man. But no, it was funny, man, because like they were they threw him out and he was screaming at us and you know I'm like, what? You fucking did it. My two drunk friends jumped off the ball, like off the little loot step they were sitting on, both hit the ground face first because they were so fucking loaded. Right. It was like a fucking comedy show, you know. It was like I jumped up, hit the guy, the other two fell on My the floor. My question is, why is a gay guy grabbing your girlfriend's pussy? Because he wasn't gay. He was uh, just in the club. Okay, all right. I was confused. Yeah, this this happened in what ninety something. So yeah. all right, I got you. I got you. Uh, it was speaking, crazy. Of, speaking of gays, though, I I had a story that I figured we'd do at the end, which because I have two stories that I wanted to to talk about. All right, cool. Uh, but this one is uh gonna, like I don't do these enough. I really wish I really need to start writing things down when they happen during the week. <laughs> but this is gonna be another installment of uh, Adams. Tell me if you think this make me makes me an asshole. Okay. All right. Right. So yes, tell me, <laughs> tell me if you think this makes me an asshole. So I told this gay dude to fuck off online uh, earlier in the week, and let me set it up. So big news right now is this woman Kim Dave Kim, excuse me, Kim Davis. But seriously, folks, my allergies are fucked up. Kim Davis is the lady who did the. She's uh, in Kentucky. She's right. a clerk of court uh, in some county, and um, she is required by law to provide marriage licenses. And uh, she is refusing to provide any marriages li- marriage licenses currently, uh, no matter what your sexuality is, because she refuses to provide gay marriage licenses. Licenses. <laughs> you got it. You got it. It's close. And, uh, it's all right. She. Uh, so this is her form of protest, and uh, it went to court, and the Supreme Court ordered her to, or, or the local Supreme Court ordered her to, you know, like provide marriage licenses for gay people and straight people, everybody. And she said no. So she got called in front of the judge. And the judge says, uh, you're going to you're gonna do your job. And uh, she says, nope. God spoke to me and God stands with me. And I'm not doing it. So the judge says, well, I'm holding you in contempt of court. And you're going to jail now. And so we have this weird media circus where... You've got a lot of Christians, like saying this woman is a hero. Uh, she's standing up for her her religious faith and all this. And then you got the other side, which is equally equally vehement in their beliefs. And uh, my position on it is very simple. Um, if you're of the belief that gay people shouldn't get married, that's fine. Uh, I don't think those people with private businesses should be forced to participate in those things. Right. However, she's in government. You don't get to pick and choose which laws you you want to obey. And all these people are saying this is an attack on Christianity. If this was a Muslim uh, 
you know, yelling Sharia law over something, those same people would be up in arms and saying we we've got to get rid of this and and how dare this person try to force their their religious beliefs into our legal system. Right. Um like if if you if you only support it when it's your side, you're a hypocrite. Um you are going to believe that, but again, if she can't do her job, you know, but unfortunately she can't just be fired because she's an elected official. So, um, I saw a friend post on Facebook about this, this guy that I know. I've never met him in person. Uh, I don't want to mention his name, but, uh, he, um, but he is a friend and, uh, he was writing about it, like a conversation that he had with a friend of his about it. And so I basically said what I just said to you, like, this woman needs to, uh, needs to go, you know, she needs to lose her job. Right. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, but I did take issue with a couple things he said. One of them was he used the words right to marriage, uh, which is a pet peeve of mine because you don't have any rights that constitute a good or service. You know, you don't have a right to health care. You don't have a right to marriage. Right. 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 No one does. Um, I do. <laughs> you ain't married, bruh. I know, but I got a right to it. You're if I want to uh, do it. <laughs> so, um, I'll, you know, like the Bill of Rights is very simple for a reason. Like you have the right to pursue your life, but it's up to you to main, you know, to maintain it and to achieve it. Uh, nobody, you know, like we have a right to bear arms, but we don't have a right to arms because if we had a right to arms, the government would have to provide guns for who, whoever wanted it. Right. Um, so we got. It's a very simple principle. We're a completely armless country. And people like to use overuse the word rights. They like to like like you have a right to this, you have a right to that, and like it diminishes the concept of rights. Human rights are very simple. You have the right to live free, you know, insofar as it doesn't infringe on other people's lives. So I said that, and he also used the word oppression. I was like, mm, this isn't oppression. Like, oppression, like, is defined something to the effect of, like, uh, long, long, cruel, or torturous exposure to whatever, whatever. I was like, this, uh, you know, this isn't, you know, like, you can use it that way, but at best it's hyperbole. At worst, it's bullshit, you know? Like, it's not, this isn't oppression. This is one lone nutcase. Which, by the way, um, it's just one clerk of court, like, in one county. You can literally go to another county and get your marriage license. Right, you can go anywhere you want. I mean, you don't have to be at that one place. It's a pain in the ass, but... It's not like those people are being denied the, the ability to get a marriage license. They're just getting denied by this chick. Right. One person. So, um, and gay people, honestly, they've never had it better than they have at this point in, in our history. And there's there's still leagues to go, but it, it, ain't, it ain't what it was. And pretending it is is insulting to the people who had to live through worse, you know, and the people yeah. who do live through worse. But, uh, and I'll get to that in a second, because when I said these things, some gay friend of his writes, Adam, I'm going to assume by your language that you are not a homosexual. Because if you <laughs> were, you know, and he goes on for a while, very pompous. And at one point he uses your understandable ignorance, which is very condescending. I was like, it was early in the morning when I don't have the common sense to just be like, fuck this, dude. So instead I was like, hold up, motherfucker. And I wrote this long thing where basically I said... And I, I truly believe this. I love people who, who when you, you're talking to them, you're discussing an issue, they respond with something retarded like, 
you don't know what it's like to be me. Yeah, yeah. Of course I don't know what it's like to be you. No, and you don't know what it's like to be me. Like, uh, you see that a lot with race politics. Like, white people don't, you know, white people, y'all don't know what it's like to be black. No, we don't. That's absolutely true. You don't know what it's like to be white. Like, you know, like, that's that's an, you have assumptions in your head as to what a white person's life is like. But you have no ability to really know whether or not your life is better or worse than that person. Right. Which isn't the same as saying that black people don't have, like, a different set of burdens in this country. That may, in fact, be more burdensome. And it's the same with gay people. I told this guy, I was like, who the fuck are you to assume that your that your life is more burdensome than mine simply because I'm a heterosexual? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I was like, you don't know me. Like, uh, fuck you. Yeah, I do. Well, you do. All right, I see. In fact, you know the gay side of me. I do. <laughs> uh, but, uh, it's my right side. Exactly. So anyway, why do you, why you think I grabbed your leg? <laughs> that was my left leg. Actually. No, no, I was just trying to trying to help out. You were trying to get up my left side. Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to change you over. <laughs> All right, well that's not gonna work. But um, <laughs> but I told you, it was like fuck off, dude. I was like, and by the way, like I support gay marriage. Like I guess, but guess what? Like things like this are gonna happen. You don't get to just overnight have everything be better. That's not how life works. And in fact, once this minor problem is out of the way and these people do get their marriage licenses. Like, there'll be another problem. You know, like, that's how life works. Like, nothing, there will never be a perfect society. You will always be judged for things. And by the way, uh, just like for, for gay people who are listening, um, I grew up the weird kid in high school. When you're 15 years old, really and truly, is there any difference between the weird kid and the gay kid as far as how people treat them? Not really. No. I got beat up many times in high school. I know some gay kids, they didn't get beat up. They got made fun of, but nobody pulled down their pants in front of people they were sexually attracted to. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I got, I got, I got sincerely, like, bullied, if you want to use that word. And you turned out all right. You know, and that's not to say that gay people in other places don't have those experiences. I'm just saying, like, what it comes down to is people don't like things they don't understand. They don't, they, they don't know how to handle people who are different than them. You know, it's a flaw in our in in our species yeah but it's there you know and so don't give me this bullshit like i don't know what it's like to be an outcast fuck you (laughs) nobody's marrying me you know you get more ass than i get pussy liar no that's true yeah yeah all right (laughs) i mean i don't know this guy maybe he doesn't maybe he's gotten less than me but i'm just saying i'm not getting any right now so you know it's just it's just really ridiculous but basically i told this dude to fuck off and um and actually I really like he responded to it I didn't even bother looking because I said yeah I said what I what I needed to say and there's not really any benefit in going back and like doubling down and tripling down but um but I wanted to go back after he responded and just be like you know what dude you changed my mind fuck gay people <laughs> love loses motherfucker but uh, but I didn't but. I don't feel like that makes me an asshole. I feel like that I don't. Guy I don't, really, I don't really think so. I don't think that's like an asshole story. I mean, I just. I think the other guy was more being an asshole than you were. Right. He was. I mean, he was being condescending. You know. Yeah. And he was sort of playing that, like I'm, I'm the just liberal, and I'm going to explain to you why your species is wrong on this planet, and like you need to, you need to join us in the new world. You know. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. never gonna change. I'm sorry. I don't hurt other people. I don't care what your sexuality is or whatever. I don't. I don't hurt other people. I do my best not to. So fuck off. If I if I use language that's offend that offends you, fuck off. I don't care. Right. I mean, it, it's it, don't listen to me. 
You don't like it, go away. Right. Nobody else listens to me. Why do you? Right. Why do you put so much in into what I'm saying if you don't believe what I'm saying? So what do you think, America? Tell me if you think this makes me an asshole. No. Personally, I don't think so because I know a lot of other things that make you an asshole more than that. Thanks. No problem, my friend. Well, I'm not saying I'm not an asshole. I was an asshole for just saying that. <laughs> You're an asshole for naming your baby Wayjay. I did not name my baby Wayjay. Your baby's name is Wayjay. No, it is not. Folks, he it's named his baby Wayjay. My my baby's name is going to be Wayne the Third. It's not. So you want to be Wayther? No, it's not going to be Wayther. Your baby's name is Wayther. No. 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 There is no. There's not going to be any nickname for this poor wait, kid. Wait. Wait. Way third, way third. Oh, my God. No. Um, Waith? Shut the fuck up. We're not naming him anything like that. Right, like Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson. Waith. Come here, Waith. Hurry up. <laughs> Little Way J. Way J. I shall teach you the ways of the Force, Way J. Uh, speaking of the Force, there was Force Fridays this week. Which sounds like a Bill Cosby rape joke, but I'm not I'm above <laughs> that sort of thing. I don't, uh, Bill Cosby and Force Fridays. <laughs> Force Fridays. Yellow <laughs> pudding. I put my yellow pudding. <laughs> 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 that voice came out weird. That was terrible. Oh. Uh, but yeah, it was Force Fridays this week. And all the, the merchandise from uh, the new movie, Force Awakenings, was released. Uh, People showed up like at midnight on like Thursday. Like droves of people. It was yeah. fucking crazy, man. And the best part is a lot. Like, I, I mean, I don't know how many, but uh, first of all, most not, most of those places didn't get a whole lot of merchandise to begin right, with. Right. And some of those places, their employees raided the the. Yeah, good they stuff. took all the good stuff. They already got well, all because the... mysteriously, a lot of stuff ended up on eBay first thing in the morning. Yep, mm. all the really cool figures and stuff that everybody knew that people were going to go for, like the new guy uh, Kylo Ren. Everybody wanted right. the three three quarter inch figure. Him, there was a none. Like no one could get one. It was crazy. Like people bought the fuck out of them. Right. Um. Uh, but yeah, so there there was a lot of uh, Finn merchandise still left over. Yeah, nobody wants him. I he's gonna he's gonna end up being like uh, he's not Jar Jar. No, 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 he's no, not. No. But there's it, just something about him, honestly, that bugs me. I tell you what, we went to uh, the Disney store today, and uh, there's a if you get a chance, go there because it's really funny. There's a um, a talking Finn doll. Like, is there? Like, I went to the. Like, I didn't. I didn't play with anything. But I went like, there. like there's four different talking ones. All there's right. one for Kylo Ren. There's one for a stormtrooper, mm-hmm. and then there's one for Finn. Um, when you press the Finn's voice, he does. The, he does this thing where he says, "I, I, I can't understand, or I, I don't know, or I just don't know, something like that." Right. But when he says it, it sounds like one of the characters from Family Guy. It sounds like the dude Joe in the wheelchair. It sounds like Patrick Warburton. Yes, tick. yes, the tick. When he screams, he's like, I don't know. It sounds exactly like him. It was so funny. Wow. Caitlin's like, listen to this. Who's it sound like? And I'm like, I'm listening. I'm like, God, it sounds familiar. He goes, she's like, that's the fucking dude. That's Joe in the wheelchair. I'm like, yes, it is. It's Patrick Warburton. I, I didn't know his name, man. I knew I knew he played the tick, but I couldn't yeah. remember. No, um... I, you know, I think they sort of did this dude a disservice by making him the focus of the marketing because we've been waiting since, what was it, 1982, 1985? When was, when was... Uh, Jedi was 83, I think. 83. Yeah. We've been waiting to, since 1983. That's 22 years. 
Right to to have a finally have a Wait, fucking is it sequel. More than twenty? It's thirty two. It's it's a long time. It's thirty two. It's in a galaxy far, yeah. far away. Yeah, I'm thirty six. It's <laughs> definitely thirty two years. Yeah, we've it's been, thirty years. We've dude. been waiting thirty two years for to see the further adventures of Han, Luke, and Leia. Right, right. And we're gonna see more of that closer to Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the with the with the other right. Stuff, yeah. In fact, I'm gonna be be willing to bet they might not call it Force Friday, but there's gonna be another launch toy launch like this. Oh, there's gonna be a big one probably in November. Before yeah. it might even be Black Friday. Maybe so. It'll be something really big because, uh, like I said, this was just kind of like a teaser of the drop of everything, right. and uh, and they did really good. Like they had the BB-8 uh, dro- like Droid and iOS yeah, you did. operated. Did you did you uh, did you know that Ted was telling me about that his brother in law did the voice for that? No. Yes, dude. Ted Wally. Ted Wally told me just a few minutes ago at at Toys R Us. I mean, Wait, at, uh, BB-8 has a voice. No, it, they have this thing uh, like the remote control, uh-huh. and on it it has like different things that you can press. So it'll say something like "Do you want to?" or whatever. Right. He did the control did for the app. Okay. For the app for the for the for the actual controller, and uh, that was really fucking cool, man. His yeah, that's, that was really that. neat. Um, because he said that his brother was telling me that you know he's like. Yeah, man, I'm working on something that I can't tell anybody about just yet. Right, you know, right. it was because of the. But when it gotcha, came out finally, yeah. So when he finally came out, he he called up Ted. He's like, "Dude, let me tell you." <laughs> no, but um, yeah. So like, we've been waiting like our whole lives right. to see what happens to these characters. And instead, we just get some dude that we don't know, and we don't know why we're supposed to care. Like, we don't know anything about Finn. No, I think Finn should have come in the next episode. I don't think or, it's that, but I think it, it feels like a bait and switch right now. I, I agree. And I, I think, think I think they're pressuring us now, to like these characters. Now, he might be awesome in this movie. Right, he may and be I great. I really hope he is. But right now, I'm getting a lot of feelings that like he's like I'm like this dude's like they're making it seem like he's gonna be the new the, the main Jedi. He's gonna be the Luke character. I'm like, uh, like I was looking for Luke's son, or at least Han and Leia's kid. Well, we, well, we still don't know because he ain't Luke's son. No, 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 no. no. Now, let me explain to you where babies come from. No, 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 no. What I'm saying it comes from Luke Skywalker's vagina. What I'm saying is That's the name of this episode: Luke Skywalker's vagina. <laughs> Well, what I'm saying is we don't know anything about the movie. We yet, don't, so. but we're but being lifelong Star Wars fans, we're all jumping to conclusions. Right, right. Yeah. And I'm just like, this dude better not end up with the Millennium Falcon. The Millennium Falcon either goes to Han's kid or, or he, it dies it, it, with him. It wrecks. And I'd be totally cool with it dying with Han. I'm gonna if cry. The like goes down with his ship. I'm fucking fine with let me tell you something when these characters die in this movie if they do die in this movie i don't think they all will luke's dead Luke's definitely i am going to cry like a bitch right i mean just think about it i mean you know we ended in a happy note and in the first movie we get back you know they die and i'm like i'm gonna be fucked up well you know the other thing and i've said i'm not gonna lie i've said this for we all will i've said this for a while though well they should have done one or two things and they might still we don't Ray could be great. Han, yeah, he Han, could be fantastic. No, no, Ray, the the girl. Right, right. That could be Han and Leia's daughter. True, true. We don't know for a fact yet. It could be Ray Solo because they keep putting Ray as her name. I think we know Finn's full name. Yeah, and it's definitely not Skywalker. And we know Kylo Ren and Poe. Dan- so I'm guessing. And there's a, there's like a there's some um, uh, fighter pilot that I don't remember his name. 
Poe Dameron or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You actually have the figure up here. No, he's he's in the bag. I've got to return okay. him. That's the one I'm returning. So, um, so that you know, we could get that continuous story, but I, I almost feel like what they should have done is just set it like a hundred years in the future. And then, like, having this dude be the main star wouldn't be that bad because we'd be like, well, it's a new... Right, it's a whole new chapter, chapter, yeah. You know, I... But that's what I'm saying is if they they would have, like, maybe had him as a side character during the first episode that that way they come back... Right. You know, that'd be awesome. But if they're throwing him in as, like, the main character, it's going to be kind of tough for everybody to right. kind of follow along. So, I mean, I know they're going to push Han, Luke, and Leia, and I think they actually did extensive rewrites to that end. But I think I think right now they're just kind of fucking with us just to see what we do. But, um, but I mean, you know, when you look at the prequels, they really should have done something like Knights of the Old Republic instead of, like, the... You know, like I, I, we've had this. I don't want to have this conversation about the prequels and why they're bad because there's more, there's more intelligent people than me, or at least people more knowledgeable about the subject who've explained why these movies are bad at length. But at the end of the day, they don't fit with the rest of the series. Right, right, right. They don't feel like Star Wars movies at all, and um, and ultimately, like they were bad just because. You're telling the story where you've got three movies where you know the protagonist Dies. ends up the villain in the end. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. even die. He becomes the villain. He well, betrays yeah, yeah, everything yeah, yeah. he believes yeah, yeah, yeah. in. And it's just this jumbled political mess. And you might have been able to pull that off if it had had some distance from the original movies. Because, like, they, they do sort of taint. Like, George Lucas's legacy is tainted by the fact that he fucked with... The first of all, he film. fucked with the original movies. A lot and too much. He didn't ruin them... But he definitely sort of, like, broke them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, and the whole thing where, like, no, these are the movies now. And it's like, no, those will never be the movies. So, I, I don't know. I, I mean, like, I don't want to dislike this because I don't know anything about him. But he just, he just, I, and I think it really does come down to the fact that I don't want them to try and replace Han, Luke, and Leia. Right, they can't. Right. I don't want well, they some, really they really can't. I don't want some I really don't even want Han's daughter to fucking have the million I really do like when when Han flies off whether they sail off into the sunset or or they or die. Or they blow up in a, fa- a fucking battle or something, you know. The Millennium Falcon ends with Han Solo, as far as I'm concerned. I, I agree. It should. It should. So, I don't know. But but you know, it was it was pretty cool and like uh I know our friends Tim Laddie and Fletch Boogie were there, and actually I was out with them, and they were in, and uh, it was, uh, it was uh, Tim Laddie's birthday was about to turn. Like, right, it was, right, it right. was like eleven thirty, yeah. and we were leaving a bar that I, you know, I agreed to go hang out, even though I had worked the next morning, and I had the show that that, yeah, that night, yeah. and uh, it was like, oh, let's go have another beer. So him and Fletch Boogie went, and I was like, fuck that, I need sleep badly right now. And yeah, I, I was kind of wake up and there's a picture of them at Toys R Us. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, I was kind of I was uh, basically at home in a in a fucking coma, sitting right. there just like. And Caitlin's like, "Do you sure you don't want to go?" I'm like, "Look, I really want to go, but I'm not gonna go in the way I feel right now. I'm right. not gonna go out there and and deal with all you, that you shit. Need to sleep. I need you to go to sleep. bed, you know. So I went to bed. And also, and it was all right. also, they're toys. Right, right. I mean, you know, you have a really impressive pop vinyl collection, and yeah. it's really cool. But at the end of the day, like, well, you're not even selling most of these, at least not currently. Right, right. They're, they're, they're fucking toys. Yeah. You know, like, you, you, you know, oh, that was the best part. Um, I went to Walmart yesterday, and uh, and I asked one of the chicks in the toy collection, I'm like, every time I come to Walmart, I can't find these fucking pop vinyls. And she goes, 
Oh well, those aren't toys. They like they're in the uh, they're in the as seen on TV section. I was like, they are. I was like, they're not toys, but they're in the as seen on TV section. I've never seen them on TV, but they, that's where they keep them for some reason. Walmart does, and I think Target does as well. No, Target actually has them in the back on the shelves. Oh yeah, yeah, they do. But yeah, Walmart. I'm like, well, why? And the best part was there were actual pop vinyls in the in the Walmart yeah. section. Yeah, you know. So I, it's. <laughs> It kills me that, that like there's no they never put these are actual toys they're not fucking like I mean they're not toys that you play with but they're little figures right yeah based you, I mean on you, they don't move sci-fi properties I mean they don't move you know what I mean it's, I mean it, what, what are you gonna do stick Star Wars and home decorating right <laughs> it's fucking weird but uh, <laughs> the woman seemed a little put out you know but she finally told me that I don't know. Um, so yeah, Star Wars. Um, uh, it's been a, it's been a, it has been a Star Wars weekend. It has, dude. It's been uh, it's been pretty cool. I mean, I might I, go I, home and watch the movie. Yeah, I might 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 pop one on myself because uh, I, I haven't watched them in a long time. Have you? Uh, I was talking to Laddie about this. Have you ever? Have you written the new Star Tours? Uh, the one that they redid. Yeah, they redid it like three years ago. Uh, I don't think so. You would know if you did. I don't you remember. I don't remember. Did. Uh, I was telling him because it's so amazing. Like uh, it's not, it's never the same ride. They have these rotating scenes so that you, oh, you get cool. a different experience, and it's it's essentially the same ride, but it right. feels different because right, you're right. seeing different visuals. And um, I don't want to give anything away. You can find, you can actually find it online. I'm sure people like record it. But yeah, I don't, I don't look for it. Really, really fucking cool. It's cool. Um, and it actually like I remember the first time I rode it, and I rode it like five times in a row, and because uh, there was wasn't a long line. And I was like, if the people who designed this did the prequels, those movies would have been fucking amazing. I mean, there, there's a lot of scenes from the prequels. Yeah, yeah. Because it's set during that time period, theoretically. And, uh, but I'm like, it doesn't bother you. Like, you <laughs> like you see Jar Jar for a second, you're like, hit him, hit him. <laughs> That's another thing. <laughs> so, some of the Force Awakens, well, at least one of the Force Awakens, um, uh, toys. Oh, toys? Actually had um, <laughs> it had Jar Jar as one of the hero smashers. You know what I'm talking about? Where you take the the figures apart and you combine them with other figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, like I saw Jar Jar. And I took a picture of it. And I posted it on Instagram. I was like, because fuck you, consumers. <laughs> like they actually made a Jar Jar. And look, I don't even like. I think Jar Jar is a terrible character, but I don't. I don't make Jar Jar jokes like the way yeah. other people do. I'm just like, it's just like a silly, silly character that is bothersome. And, and you, know, you know, honestly, the only reason that Lucas put that fucking thing in there was to sell toys. Exactly. But that's why he does everything. I mean, BB-8, I'm sure was 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 in his you know his original draft for because there was an original George Lucas draft of, of this Episode movie. Seven yeah. that that they tossed out. Oh really? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, they might have redone it, but that almost guarantee they tossed it out. But uh, I'm sure there was some version of BB-8 in there because. Because you look at this figure and it's like it doesn't. There's no practical reason for this character to be or this robot to be designed this way. But it's so but cute. He's it's so gonna, cool. Like that's the first. Like okay, Caitlin, she's only watched one Star Wars movie with me, and that was the first. Uh, and you injected your semen into that. I did, uh, and it was the the. She wanted to start from the from the prequels, so I said, "All right, so we'll start from the prequels." So we started. We watched the first one. We watched half of the Clone Wars. And uh, as soon as she saw BB-8, the first thing she said was, dude, that's the cutest thing in the world. We need to get that. So, yes, it's going to sell a lot. Oh, back up. 
You started with the fucking prequels. I don't. I don't have the originals on DVD. Uh, I can get them to you. I don't have them. That's why I didn't. That's why I, I can. I can get them to you. Um, I, I. I really wish we had like a little button to to play a voice, and we could have. Uh, What's his name? Uh, saying inconceivable. Oh, fucking uh, yeah, your boy from. Um, I can't think of his name, but he's oh, he was in man. Clueless. That was that, that, and when he says inconceivable, the, the movie is uh, Princess Diaries. Though. The Princess Bride, uh, <laughs> not the Princess Diaries. Same thing. No, Princess it's, Diaries. Princess. No, it's Bride. not. It's not even close. I saw both those movies. It's the same movie. You didn't even see Princess. In Diaries. fact, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Princess Bride was a ripoff of Princess Diaries. You didn't even see Princess Bride. Maybe I did. No, you didn't. You're a liar. I think, we I, talked think, I think my explanation of the, the <laughs> genesis of Princess Bride proves that I did see the movie. We talked about it before. You've never seen the you movie. Were, you were a silly bitch. I don't know where you're getting this information. It's it's lies. It's propaganda. It's the communists trying to take down President Buck Lightning. Because they know I'm going to get. I'm going to bring back women's suffrage. Uh, that's true. That's true. And I and I, I support you on that. I love uh, Tim Laddie actually did the the. Um, uh, Photoshop of, of you and I. And oh, dude, yes, that's awesome. And when I saw that for the first time, I was like, "This is the proudest day of my life." <laughs> that was the greatest Photoshop ever. I, the only thing I feel bad about is that he didn't like because he just photoshopped our heads onto two characters. Right. There was no way for him to put rum in there. But I'm almost glad he didn't because I get the feeling he would have found a picture with Daisy. Yeah. Yeah. And that would have. Like, I don't know if I would have gotten an erection for, like, at least three weeks. Yeah. Well, he could have found one with Uncle Jesse. That would have been funny. Because rum, is, would have been funny, rum yeah. is old, you know. No. I uh, I actually even thought about it. I was like, I might I might even offer him money to do, like, a, a picture of the three of us standing in front of the... That would be funny, room. yeah. But we've got so many people that we want to get to do. I still, you know, <laughs> I don't know how to get him to do it because I know he's busy. Um, but I really want Robbie Musso to do the Transformers M Hog one more. Yeah, dude. I do in too. fact, I might even tell him like I changed my mind. I want to be the General Lee. Oh, dude, that'd be great. Oh man, but uh, anyway. Yeah. You got any stories? I have nothing, man. Just uh, the, just the stuff with Force Friday is all I had because that's all I really did. I mean, like I said, I've been sick, so been really, sick, yeah. yeah, I really do any fucking research yeah. or anything. I think, I think Paul Underwood, who's thankfully not in prison again, like maybe gave you something. Nah, nah. Uh, I actually do have one story. All right, all I'm, right. I'm surprised I held on to uh, like all week because it happened on like Monday. But it really made me laugh. Uh, I I was delivering to this like body shop that I've never been to before, and it was a, it was a little shithole, and it was kind of tiny, and the room was like, uh, say eight feet by fifty feet. Nice. So it was like a, a very narrow shotgun house, and I walked in, and it's in a shitty neighborhood on the west bank of of the Mississippi, and I opened the door, and the first thing I see are like, uh. Two guys sitting on seats in front of the the desk, and uh, one of the guys appears to be a veteran who lost his leg, and he's got a a really shitty prosthetic, like one of the ones that doesn't look like a body part. It's just like a metal rod. That, that yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and another guy in a mechanic's uniform. And there's another. There's there's like two guys behind the desk or a counter, wearing uniforms, and behind them are like. <laughs> Bambi's entire family mounted on the wall. Nice. Like in this really narrow place, there's these giant deer. That's deer heads, fucking awesome. Like 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 twelve point bucks and stuff like that. And I walk in, and behind me is a TV. Like I walked up to the desk. Behind me is a TV playing. If you say fucking Bambi, 
No, way better than that. They're watching the black version of The View called The Real. <laughs> and there's like eight women on the panel, the most famous of which is some chick from the Cheetah Girls uh, movie who used to fuck one of the Kardashian brothers, uh, whose name escapes me because she's really not famous. And the main moderator is like, like the, the little title, like the Jerry Springer-esque title is like, the difference between your main chick and your side chick. And the woman's like, so, no, 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 baby. So, your side chick, your main chick is like your wife. And your side chick is like that thing on the side of, you know, that you, you do your business with. And I thought, well, first of all, did that really need explaining? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe so. Like, let's get real on the real. How stupid is your audience if you have to explain that to them? Um... <laughs> Secondly, just seeing these super old white dudes with, with that, that like that like to hunt, watching this shit, I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Um, but so I start talking to them, and they're filling up the check. My favorite part is the good the dude uh, the, in the mechanics uniform sitting sitting down. At some point, looks over to the the veteran with one leg next to him and goes, "All right, Tony, time for you to fucking leave." <laughs> I don't know if he was joking, but, but I don't even know <laughs> Poor fucking if I understood what was going on here, but I get the distinct impression he was like, take your one-legged ass and hobble on the fuck out. But <laughs> <laughs> I was to laugh for like five minutes. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, poor Tony. Poor, oh, poor Tony. What the fuck did Tony he do? He lost his man. leg for our country. I'm assuming maybe he lost it like a tragic lawnmower accident. I don't know, but... Tony is the lawnmower man. Oh, poor Tony. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tony. Time for you to get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of here, ma. Uh, and you know they're like really simple people because when I walked in, uh, they were like, I thought you was the guy that was bringing the food. And I was like, no, nah, I wish I was because I'm hungry. And he was like, all right, why don't you go get us some food? What you going to get us? And I was like, <laughs> all right, I get it. Like. Fun, know. Funny, I guess. You know, I the guy know. kept doubling down. He was like, "All right, come on, we'll get us some food." And I'm like, I'm, "I'm not doing this bit with you, sir." He just <laughs> said, um, "See my fucking money, so get the fuck out of here." Like, all right, uh, give me some money, and I'll go get you some food. Uh, no, I would have taken his money and fucking got me some food. Well, that's the point. <laughs> just don't come back. Sorry, I have no sense of humor. That's all right. Neither do I'm I. Not, I'm not funny. That was awesome, dude. Uh, I keep hearing I'm not funny. And I'm Who the funny. fuck told you you weren't funny? You. <laughs> You motherfucker! No, somebody told me. Somebody told me this weekend at one of our shows. I won't mention the name, but somebody told me I was his favorite comedian. I was like, well, I did. Thank, I did hear that. You. Thank I, you. That was I, awesome. I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm not a comedian though, but you know. So I mean, I guess, like, I guess I'm close to your favorite comedian than I am to your favorite brain surgeon. Hey, look, man, you you got a fan. I do, and that's awesome. Um, you know, we there's so, several people like your stuff, man. You bef- just gotta be. Before we get off, like I do want to say, like we sometimes we get a little down on ourselves because like we're we're trying so hard to to build this show up to yeah. what it. I mean, we can always do better. Always, as always. As, as entertainers and, and what have you. In some episodes, like oh, I'll go ahead and say this on the air. I was listening to the episode uh, where we talked about the shootings in Virginia. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and the audio was a little fucked up, but that's because we've had problems. Like you've got, we haven't been using your your um, tuner because uh, right. you've had computer problems. We really do need to buy you a new computer, but I've been putting that off because I don't want to put it on a credit card. Right, I don't blame you. Um, 
but I'm probably going to end up doing it sooner or later. It's um, just it's just been a we, bunch of up and downs, you know. We this just right. what happens. And usually audio is actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's never unlistenable to begin with, but right, right. But uh, but the audio was kind of bad on that one. But we started off talking for like thirty minutes on uh, this shooting, and it was very right. serious. And you know, and we didn't say anything that I regret. But I was listening to it, and I was like, "This is really heavy stuff. It's really slow." I don't want to cut it because I think it's fine for us to make points and try to have a, right. a good time about it. Uh, but we really got to start putting shit like this at the end, not the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the heavy, like, the heavy stuff should either either be in the middle, I think, because that way I, I think the end. I think I think well, that way you can come in happy, right, right. go down a little bit, and then come back out. You know, right. you can you can be on an emotional roller coaster like you're the you're you're the rum guy from Friday to Sunday. Yeah. Uh, so hey guys, I'm the rum guy. But um, yeah, that's but, my lion voice. <laughs> <laughs> Roar. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, I, I uh, we get down on ourselves a little bit, or maybe maybe I do more than the more than you two do. But um, we we made a difference in people's lives. I, I mean, I, I, that sounds arrogant. I know for a fact that we we made a difference in at least a couple of people's lives, and yeah, and uh, and people seem to enjoy our stuff, which inherently makes their lives better. So. I'm proud of that. If it's only 20 people that listen on this episode, hopefully it's not. Hopefully it's way more than that, you know. But but if 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 only 20 people listen to this and 20 people got something out of it, we appreciate every yeah, minute of it. And but it's it's good to remind myself sometimes that that it's not it's never worthless. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Do you hear like a dog barking? That's my neighbor's dog. <laughs> God damn it. I came all the way to your house you, to get away from fucking you barking You can't get dogs. away from barking dogs, dude. Jesus Christ. They follow you everywhere. I know. So. <laughs> all right, I guess, Tony, I guess it's time to get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, it is, man. It's just time to roll. So, uh, again, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks for everybody coming to the two shows this weekend. Uh, we Do got we more. shows coming up? Uh, no. The, the, I think the next show we have is in October. Uh, it's it's our October. So wait, we got all of September off. I believe so. Holy shit! I might jizz all over you right Unless now. Unless something comes up, that's what we have. Um, what do I have to do to, to like get this to be a regular? One? <laughs> uh, our next show that I know for sure is um, October tenth. It's the Full Metal Comedy. Uh, it's featuring comedians Byron Broussard, Billy Haley. Uh, Horatio Dell and Mr. Kyle Smith, and it's also got musical guests by Chris Rico and the fill-ins. Right on, right so on. Should be a really good show. Um, the first two comedians Wait, that's are. Not, it's, it's not Chris Rico and TBD, is it? No, that's their actual name. No, no, no. Um, Sorry, Chris Rico. Don't be mad at me. Don't come up behind me and try to strangle me like you did last time. I don't even remember what I said about you. No, no, it's Chris Rico and the fill-ins. That's what he told me. So, <laughs> it's his. Uh, uh, it's actually as an acoustic act, like him and a bunch of other guys. Awesome. So, it's gonna be pretty cool. Chris Rico's a good guy when he's not trying to strangle. <laughs> uh, Byron Broussard and Bill Healy are uh, two comedians that were recommended by Kyle Smith. They, right. they they're part of his. I trust Kyle. Kyle's one. Of, Kyle might be my my uh, favorite person on the planet. He's such a great dude, man. I, I really, really enjoyed is. listening to him do the roast battle on on Eric Hollerback's yeah. uh, Highway Divers with Eric Hollerback. Uh, you know, uh, Jake Potter got in some really good like bits. Knox, yeah. But but Kyle, I was slapping the I was really slapping the wheel at, at, at a couple times like. Uh, I'm like, I think I posted on Facebook, like, Kyle Smith is a made man. Like, <laughs> like you want a piece of him, you got to come through me, this dude. 
He's awesome, dude. Uh, and uh, we, you know, if anybody in Biloxi or Mississippi is listening, we do have October 2nd. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if Wayne's going to make that one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Because it is a Friday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and yeah, and like I said, the other comedian that's on the list is Mr. Horatio Dell. He's done right. several of our shows. Yeah, he's he's really, good. really funny, dude. So, uh, yeah, oh. that's the only thing I got so far. Um, yeah. And maybe something we'll, we'll might come up. That later. I don't know. So, I would like to thank. Uh, we have a new uh, team member. Fletch Boogie is going to be doing some stuff for us on the internet. Oh yeah, uh, he's actually making um, making a flyer for us right now. And uh, our our friend Mandy, who's who's a uh, I don't know what we would call her. She's she's sort of a side co-host. Yeah, she's like she's uh, like part of the show, man. She's on not as sometimes. Much, not as much lately. She's no, got a she's lot been, going on. Yeah, been in school doing a lot of shit. So. Uh, and she works a lot of hours, so uh, yeah. I, I feel guilty when when we do ask her to do like flyers. I know she just actually I just asked her to do the one for the October thing, and she was like, "Yeah, no problem." You know, she told I me know she she's loves. She's happy to do it, but it's yeah. just like it's like, do you really want to add to this person? It's like list of shit to do. Yeah, and, and like I said, I told her, I said, if she ever gets, right. like, if she can't do them, just let me know and I'll, I'll handle it, no problem. And she's, I hope she knows that she's a part of the family, like, it doesn't, like, we don't, we're not keeping her around to do Just flyers. to do flyers, right. That would be hilarious, well, no, we would make us awful people. No, nah, uh, that's not, that's not even the case. No, 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 it's not. Um, so. So our yeah. family has grown again. And I mean, it's, Fletch it's, Boogies. It's only know, getting bigger, though. Always been. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, not always, but but you know, over the last year or so. Right. But uh, but yeah, he's gonna be taking a little bit bigger role in our. I mean, we got that. Fans. We got uh, a few other guys coming in to do some side stuff, possibly. You know, if they'll keep up with it. Yeah, yeah. Corey, Corey Mack. Every other time I speak to him. Yeah, man, I got the I got the Uncle Corey stories, dude. I already have recorded. All right, well, just get it to me. Yeah, just uh, yeah, we'll get on that. Yeah, he forgets. <laughs> he um, hasn't recorded. He just hasn't been setting right. Those. Um, and Kyle is actually coming in uh, when he gets off a of vacation to come over here, and we're going to record about six of his little bits. Okay. So we'll have a bunch to put up. And um, I got something that I want to mention to him, something really fun that we might do, a special episode. All right, all right, all right. If he's up for it. Yeah, I'm sure he will be. But sure. let's let's end this. We're at an hour and a half. All right, man. Uh, anyway, um, I was your host, Wayne. And I'm the walking dead. And Rum is not with us because I don't know why. He's driving from, from somewhere, but uh, I'm sure he'll be on the next one. He's, but, he's driving down those lonely roads and into your heart. Yes. Uh, so thank you all, and remember to keep it. Metal. 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 Yeah. yeah. This is Sarah J, your favorite porn star, and you are listening to MHOG Podcast. Adieu, adieu, parting is such sweet sorrow. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Get the fuck out. Okay, then. That's it. <laughs>